Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin? Mm. Oh, the energy has been, it's subsiding now, thankfully, but especially for the last week leading to the full moon that I didn't know about, that we talked about the, on the last show. <laughs> I just feel these things. Mm. Feel them. So tense and so necessary. And from what we talked about, and I completely agree with that intuition that it wasn't so much a full moon situation where let's write down our intentions and put them forth and then let's write down and burn off the things that we really need to let go of. Now, that's what's interesting is that all happened the last full moon. Like, when you when you guys uh, smash the coconut? Oh, gosh, that was like back in April. Yeah. Back in April, it's only early June. <laughs> so feels like so, feels like a really long time ago because I know we didn't doesn't do it. Doesn't feel in like May. 1985, right? <laughs> right, right. So it's very interesting how this kind of feels like the other side of what that was about, where that was really powerful. And I think um, I shared that exercise that I think you adopted where you write down uh, people to uh, forgive and you thank them and you identify the lesson, you write on a piece of paper and then you kiss the paper and then you, and then you burn the paper, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so this is very interesting where I feel like this is like the bookend, like the other side of uh, that energy or what was evolving from, from that um, to put out what you want to to forgive, to let go of what you don't want, and I feel this time was around. This time around was buried, buried, buried uh, issues. What was underneath all those things, consciously, like in the shadow self? That's what all of this was about, mm. and it's still going on. But it was uh, so intense. Um, more intense than I've recalled in years, very intense. And just, you know, putting on our uh, our combat boots, or Doc Martens, and just uh, really facing everything head on. See, I feel it's the only way, just to face things head on. And in that, facing it head on, the clarity comes in to really see what you have chosen or what you have avoided not to see. Mm. And I actually kind of traced a very unconscious pattern of 
how I like to shut things out or not see. Even when I was giving birth, my eyes were closed. They're like, oh, look at your beautiful baby. Like, no, no, no. And because it was, it was still kind of like mid-delivery, I didn't oh, want to wow. see. Apparently, apparently with Cole, I don't remember so much with Faith probably because that was um, – not that the birth was trauma, but following the birth was a trauma. So that sort of, her delivery is sort of fuzzy. But when I gave birth to Cole, um, apparently, <laughs> word on the street was when uh, he was being delivered, and it was a vaginal birth, so it wasn't a C-section, mm-hmm. as they were um, getting getting him from me, he apparently he popped his head up, like if he was looking around or something. I'm like, oh, of course, <laughs> and, and he of course. Oh, look at your baby! And, and it took me a second. I had my eyes closed. So there are certain things. If there's something disturbing on film, um, I I totally know how to look at the upper left corner of the screen. I can hear everything. So there are certain things that I do. Um, if I see, um, this really breaks my heart. If I see someone who is, um, you know, destitute and they're with a young child, I have to look away because it's just, it hurts too much. It's so, so painful. But even if I'm just out and about, I could sort of disassociate because maybe I don't want to be here, be here anymore. I don't mean that in that sense of suicidal ideation. I, I do it in a, I feel it in a sense of um, we know that this is the most ridiculous PhD program and it's too late for me to switch courses or drop out. Mm. Right? We know that this is also so purposeful and I made the connection of why I used to fall all the time. And it was really highlighted by almost a year ago when I fell by the train tracks in Connecticut because I would disconnect. I would check out. I wouldn't want to be here. So for that split second of consciousness, um, of course, I would lose my balance and fall. I was checking out in Mm. the most dangerous a situation the streets of New York City or a train track in Connecticut. Like, hello, we don't do that. We are here. We need to meet by And the reason why I say I made that correlation is because during this energetic period that I'd say now it's been going on for about 10 days now, give or take, I have caught myself checking, being very conscious of almost like checking out as I'm out and about and feeling the weakness um, in usually my right side where I would might be a minute from falling. Mm. But to catch myself and to tell myself, get back in your body, don't leave, get back in, and feel every sensation in my body, and I think that's also combined with, I think, what I talked about the last show about understanding the, the state of consciousness of 
observing the one who is observing the one being observed, which is so deep. Mm-hmm. I think has helped me with all this crazy energy get to this place of conscious understanding and not so much drowning in the, the facts of my life, the quote-unquote facts of my life, but dwelling in the truth of being the observer because this is how, this is how we learn. So we can mm-hmm. either be just in a state of infinite consciousness and then we're like, okay, that's cute. It's like the opposite of vacation. <laughs> and then let's, you know, let's experience something here. So we'll incarnate. I think we, we dip in and dip out. I, I would like to dip back out, Coach, but uh, <laughs> not quite yet. Not quite yet. Not mm. quite yet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 deep. But uh, it kind of made sense when you did mention that there was a full moon. It made perfect sense with everything that was going on. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> surprise. But of course... Of course, because, you know, we have so much support, etherically. You just plug in. You have support. Well, you're going to find a new show on Netflix to obsess on and talk to your girlfriend about. <laughs> because we need to – look at that segue. Good segue. <laughs> because while we're here, we're here, you know, I'm not going to join a commune or go in a compound anytime soon because I don't, I don't roll like that. So while we're here in these streets, so I stumble upon the show on Netflix. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta text Elisa. <laughs> and this is a very different departure because I think some of you might think, okay, where are they now? Freaking the Congo, and these people have to survive the elements so they can make a million dollars. No, 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 no. We're mixing it up. So this is a show on Netflix called The Ultimatum. Queer edition. Uh, Alisa, I'm going to pass it over to you. <laughs> so I'm watching the show. I'm watching the show. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I texted her. I'm like, this, this, this is my latest obsession. You're going to lose your mind. Something like that. Okay, so you get this text, and then what happens? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so she mentioned it on the show, I think. Yeah, you mentioned on the show last week that you were watching it, and so I said, "Okay, well, right, let me uh, let me check check it out." And <laughs> it's such a train wreck. Um, I love it. That, but there, but you know, also because it's it's basically, and I, I guess there's a show, the predecessor of that, because this is a spinoff of. Uh, I guess our first season was just called the Ultimatum. It's like uh, the Ultimatum. Yeah, um, like marry, marry or move on. So the premise is the same, it sounds like. Uh, but the first time around was with hetero couples, of course. And this time, the condition it's it's all um, it's all either you know women or non-binary, basically. Right. You know. So uh, that was a, a little twist because. Uh, even for me, I you know I am gay, but then to be in, to see how some of these different relationships play out, the whole premise of it is that these 
are five couples and they've been together, you know, at least a year, uh, a year to, I think, four or five years. And in each case, one of the partners has issued an ultimatum of, look, I, I, you're the one for me. I want to get married. Um, let's get married. And the other person has said, ah, you know, I love you, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Um, basically, the premise is now these are couples who they've, they've, there has been an ultimatum issued, and the ones that um, the ones that haven't decided anything yet, they've all agreed to be on the show. And you see them, they introduced, and it's all, you know, kind of like these nice uh, cocktail settings, like, oh, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to go, we're going to just tell you a little bit more about the show's about. You get to see the other people, other couples involved, and then they're laid out the plans of you're going to, this is the last night that you'll be with your partner that you came here with. You'll have a, oh my God. Uh, so starting tomorrow, you you will have officially broken up. You will have a week to uh, to go on dates with other people, in with the other people in this in this competition. Of course, they're filming it all, and then at the end of a week, everything you, is filmed. Everything. <laughs> you choose. Go ahead. <laughs> at the end of the week, yep. you you choose. You make a choice as to who you want to spend. Like you find a trial wife, and that's what they're calling it—a trial wife—and it's like three weeks. Is that crazy? Three You're weeks. married for three weeks to somebody you else. You live with you live with somebody else, and um, and these are all, I guess, these are all like in, a, in hotel rooms or like a you know long like a kitchen. There's like you know, it's right. not their house, but it's a neutral no. area, and and the idea is. Based on the dates, you you try to pick somebody who also, I guess, assuming will choose you after you know a handful of dates to go Crazy. through and see if uh, what would it be like to to live with this person. And of course, this person doesn't have any of your history, um, and, it, it, and there's no guarantee that the like you know each person may may end up picking somebody who is either. The person issued the ultimatum or the receiver of the ultimatum, and it's been interesting when you get people, two people who both issued ultimatums, or two people who, you know, mm-hmm. who didn't, who didn't want to get married. So they have they have this trial marriage, and then after the trial marriage is up, you go back to the person you started with, and I guess you do another three weeks, and then at the end of this whole thing, you're supposed to either uh, you know, get engaged to the person that you started with, um, or maybe you start something with somebody new, or you leave the whole thing single. Yep. <laughs> so, oh my God! The final two episodes come up this week, <laughs> so we've gone all the way through Tomorrow. to the end. Almost to the, you know to the end of the three weeks, the second the second three weeks. Right. Um, right. So we've we've seen where they've gone through the dating awkward dating phase. They've made their choices. They move in with each other with new people, and 
all the craziness that ensues because then you're also trying mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, I mean, you're living in the same, you will be sleeping in the same bed. Will, uh, will you, how do you, how are you in everyday situations? And then also how do you communicate yes. with somebody you just started dating basically? It, it, right. You play house. Essentially. You play, you, you play <clears throat> house. Yeah. And, and so whatever these these couples decided, you know, the original couples decided as they went into this, because, I mean, you had to have known what the situation was going to be like and what the end, the end result could be. And so it, obviously it's a big, it's a big risk putting your relationship on the line in a, in a reality TV setting. And, think? <clears throat> and um, even if you're officially broken up for the sake of this game, uh, you know what? What is your what were your intentions going in? Like, I think if you're the person that issued the ultimatum, you you knew you wanted to make sure that this is what you. I mean, I guess for both, this is what you want. Like, this is why I, I want to get married to this person. You know, or in this case, in some cases, it's like, I just I just know I'm ready to 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 get married, start a family. I know that that was some some of the issues for or topics. Or concerns mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. the people like these are things that they wanted, like they are ready to 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 move forward in a relationship on uh, a commitment. And with others, it's like I I don't even know if marriage is a thing that I want to do. Maybe I just want to be in a long term partnership, but not um, not that level of commitment. Oh, I'm going to get married to the, be able the same person forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And so these are people working out their. Um, their issues just, I think, with the concept of marriage and then also mm-hmm. uh, working out their issues with their original partner because chances mm-hmm. are it will show up in the next person that they date. Um, if you're having communication issues with your partner, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you're going to have communication issues, period. And, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing that in that setting is very interesting. Because yeah. obviously there's there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot, the ongoing joke about you know lesbians and you know they they get attached <laughs> emotionally very quickly and but, but like that's not that's not all of it like you you bring all of it with you and you know how do you work it out or how don't you work it out in some cases yeah and and attachment styles are fascinating yes. When you see, when you see, there's one, there's uh, one particular couple, and it's it's heartbreak, it's heartbreaking because maybe it's partially a cultural thing, mm-hmm. but uh, one, I think, I guess they're non-binary, um, and I, because of how they were raised, they have weren't, they didn't even come out to their family yet, to their to their mother, and they have such avoidant attachment style mm. it's heartbreaking you know what i'm talking about yeah um, yeah, and it, yeah. And it totally is uh it's it, it's very so this is a, an asian person right um and the the partner is also asian mm-hmm. um, and they both yeah well, actually her the partner that that um that initiated that wanted that wants to to get married. You mentioned that you felt she was very guarded and didn't you didn't you couldn't really get a good mm-hmm. read on you know, like what right. what so what's going on with her. But with right. her partner, 
um, oh, like we, knew, we knew for sure that it was about never being able to deal with, like, we'd never be able to say anything or feeling what they could oh say God. anything. So they didn't no say anything at all. So they avoided everything. Mm-hmm. And running away, oh, it's heartbreaking. It's so, because you just, you just see the turmoil that they're in. But I have to say for um, the one who issued the ultimatum, which was, let's, let's say, um, the one that I said was guarded, from her experience in the trial marriage with the person she was dating for three weeks, although they kind of both knew that <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't the right pitch. But the thing is, the value of relationships. So this is why I I have my little dalliances. You know, I'm I'm on hiatus, but you know, how long for how long we wonder. But that's okay. That's another show. Um, <laughs> But the, but the value is, it for me, I think the, the highest value for me is self-discovery and self-knowledge. So for, this, for, the, for the girlfriend who issued the ultimatum, she learned so much by being with somebody so confrontational and so the opposite right. of, of, of her original partner that she at the value, the takeaway was that she found her voice and she made a whole 180 yeah. where, where she's no longer as guarded and really advocating for herself and really stepped into the grace of her self-acceptance and her self-autonomy. And that, I felt, was really great to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know what I mean? And, and try as she might... I don't know. I mean, we have to see. I don't. We don't know if that's enough for her repressed partner, culturally and through her family and everything. If they're going to make it or not, we don't know. Right. Because that the um, the non-binary one, their attachment style is so avoidant, um, and you can just feel how much pain they're in. Yeah. You can really, really feel it, and you can really see uh, some of the traits. And it's interesting, the, I teach students from all over the world, and uh, quite a few are Asian. And it's really interesting, the, con- the private conversations I've, I've had where they wanted my guidance about, you know, asking for something or speaking up or you know how do they how to how can they feel comfortable as artists to do that? And you could see how much messaging they've gotten just culturally and then from their family, you know, mm-hmm. and and the pressure. So it's so it's so cellular. So I'm very proud of the the girlfriend that learned to find her voice in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but boy, I feel I have a lot of compassion for her partner. Are they going to suffer with that the rest of their lives? Do you know what I mean? And especially if there's not a drop of spiritual consciousness or awareness, you know, they need to listen to this show because we could could help them. (laughs) (laughs) Even Anna said that. She's like, oh, I can can help her with that. I can help her with that. (laughs) Of course Anna said that. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. And if you don't have that, 
and we don't really see too much of that, you know, just in the population at large, queer or not queer. You know, we don't really see a lot of that. And I would say because so much is, is mainstreamed and commercialized, I would say at most maybe 10% of the population has a clue about, like, deep spirituality, like metaphysic, esoterics, whatever. That's still really low. Even though that feels high, it's still very low. Mm-hmm. You know? Most people just drinking that, that Kool-Aid blindly. So, yeah, yeah. So I like when you and I watch a sh- kind of watch a show and we can sort of unpack it on this show. And, uh, well, the other day, because, of course, well, okay, I'm going to go back to you. To, so go ahead. So Lisa is watching the show. She, she, she was ahead of me. <laughs> I kind of knew she would be. So then over the weekend, I'm, I, okay, so that I, I'm like catching up. I'm two episodes behind her. And I'm like maybe 15 minutes into the second to last episode. And I'm like, I got to text her. I got to see where she's at. I text her. <laughs> Little did I know. See, she was good because she didn't give me any spoilers. Little did she know that when I resumed the show, that I would start screaming at the TV because it took so many <laughs> left turns that I called her like two or three times. I had to keep pausing and calling her and screaming. Because <laughs> it took so many left turns. I had to restrain myself from calling her yet again. But I love that I could talk to you about it and we could talk about it on the show because everything comes down to consciousness and it's not just like us, like gossiping, well, you know, a little bit. But um, <laughs> But it's not like that's the end all. We really see how we can learn. You know, so we watch these survivor shows in the wilderness. We watch human nature, people by themselves, and then people in a group competitive setting in the wilderness and how it goes down to that primal, you know, survival of the fittest. And then we go into here and and I'm watching the fascination of attachment styles and self-autonomy and the lack of uh, something greater than yourself metaphysics, mm. esoteric, you know, esoteric perspective, whatever. Um, end of the day, also addiction. There's one couple, and you pointed mm. this out. Yeah. One couple, you know what I'm talking about. One couple, oh, they're almost laughable because they're all about the makeup sex. They're all about fighting with each other and then making up. Or one uh, who's... Um, Latin X, she's like, well, I'm Latina, so I, I, I cut people off. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no, you're an interrupter. And coming from an interrupter myself, okay, I've had to learn very consciously, you know, all the psychological components of being an interrupter. We know where it comes from. It's something to be always mindful of. I'm like, bitch, don't be, nope. And yes, we're famous for being interrupters culturally because we, we loud and in order to be heard, you got to be interrupting the bitch. However, that is not a free pass or an excuse to be rude. You know, and I will admit that. And in admitting that over these years, I don't do it as much. Mm-hmm. You know, for God's sake. <laughs> but it's... 
But addictions, so these two, these two, it's really, it's really crazy. And they're, and, and I, it's interesting because they're really playing out. And you, I would love your opinion on this. And my, in my observation, <clears throat> excuse me, they're really playing out like so-called heteronormal roles. Mm. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it it's a little well, it's a little sad to see because I see uh, with all of these people, I see even even the most annoying one. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I, I talk about her. I mm-hmm. see, like you can see the the good in them, or at least that 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 yes. need for something like whatever it is they're really wanting. That's why they keep repeating the pattern, even if right. it ends up being so dysfunctional um, and backfires on them. Uh, and I, I, I think because just, just was watching the show and having, having them change up the dynamics um, because you see them trying to rein it in a little bit with somebody new Um Mm-hmm. To some degree, unless they're like, well, whatever. I'm not. I'm just trying to get through this exercise so I can get back to the person I'm, I'm supposed to be with, um, right? Or, or that's what I'm used to. That's who I'm used to. This person allows me to have a dog on the bed, or you know, they also allow pets for some reason. They also allow dogs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> there are two of them that brought their dogs, so I'm like, what is okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. <laughs> so they. We got to see how how people you know they'll 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 try to be nice or their version of nice, and it still comes through in the end of uh, you know where where they needed to feel the most loved, and for some of them that they've equated like that couple we're talking about where it's all about the makeup sex, like it still feels very empty for them because they're very frustrated with each, with each other. They're still very frustrated with each other that the only time they get to connect is when they're having sex. And Crazy. Um, definitely the, the, the Latino woman was like, Oh no, no, no. You know, like I, I, I've been wanting to feel a connection, you know, that this, you know, my original partner just hasn't been able to do. And the original partner, the only way she can, or they can get into, you know, right. to mm-hmm. kind of get that is to, is to turn on the charm and to, to, to express it physically. So there's, you know, there are people who can only seek to only be able to respond or, um, or show yeah. love in a physical nature. Um, and, and I think mm. if you have that removed, it's been interesting because that you're right. The, the, the trial wife that they were, that they got really, push them to face up to that. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it was because there wasn't like, you know, I think the need to, there wasn't a physical attraction. So that, that was off the table, you know? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like it, it just took the pressure off and they just had to learn how to be a better person, how to be a, a better listener Mm. how to be a better friend because I think they those two ended up being friends they they understood each other 
once they got through that hurdle right. of mm-hmm. of communication. And it was it was an argument over over the person's dog. <laughs> Crazy. And speaking of dogs, yeah, so speaking of dogs, you don't need it to segue. Speaking of dogs, yeah, so, so, so much growth happened because it was very non, 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 uh, non-sexual. So that one found her voice with the, with the avoidant partner, which again was very, very sad. And then, um, somebody else with another dog, they get really shady with how they're pushing the boundaries with uh, TV. And and although this is Netflix, I've seen this on other shows, where they will have like a bedroom camera, like infrared, and it's mm-hmm. just dark enough, but you could see what's going on, like graphically, but under the covers. And I'm like, oh, we're doing yeah. that we, now? We don't and need to with see audio, that. And audio? I don't need to see that. I don't need Mm-mm. to see it. I don't need to hear it. And then I don't need mm. to see the dog looking up the camera like, what's going on? <laughs> as, the bed, as, the, as the bed is like, you know, uh, like a freaking roller coaster. I don't need to see, to see that. But the, but the thing that I find so, and I really want to hear you speak on this, so I find so remarkable, and this is why I had to call you a hundred times. It's insane where, okay, so with the trial, marriages now we talked about some ended up being friends and learning from each other and then bringing and bringing that self-advocacy to to their original partners and then you have what seems like these attachments being formed so exponentially insanely quickly mm-hmm. with the new people declarations of of love planning talking about kids Saying I love you, intimacy, ba, 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 ba. and then all of a sudden we're going to be dropped into a mixer. Okay, now we, there's a there's a little okay. You're gonna, I'm gonna you're gonna pick this up in a second. You're gonna pick this up in a second. There's a little mixer, right? You're coming in with your your uh, original partner, your new partner. You're you're going back and forth. And now they're with their original partners doing a trial on that based on what they learned from their trial partners. And then we have these these couples pull off to the side when they were in the trial together saying, I miss you, I love you so much. And then cut to the same night, they're back with their original partners. I love you so much. I just want to be with you. I'm like, okay, explain to me this. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. Okay, that I find really crazy. Declarations of love. I miss you. I want to build with you. I can't wait. This is over. Da 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 da. da. And then hours later, you're in the bed with your original partner, uh, mm-hmm. saying the same thing. That's where I'm. I'm like screaming and I'm very confused. So, yeah. what do you think about that? <sighs> yeah. I think with those, with those couples and those particular people, um, I look at both of them, and I think these were the two that got together as a trial, as a trial marriage, and these were the two that had issued had issued ultimatums to their partners. Um, right. 
So they want the same things. Right. So already there, uh, for me, I was like, okay, well, they were both on the same page in that sense because they both wanted to settle down, start yep. a family. Um, and, and that's the page that they were on. And in one case, the other's partner didn't say no, just said not right now. Um, is this is this the narcissist you're talking about? No, no, or is no, no, this no. The other one. This the is other the other one. one. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is about um, this this partner original partner had said like I just don't I feel like it's a big responsibility that oh, I right. I don't have things lined up just yet. Right. And I don't I don't want to say uh, so funny because this this is was. Uh, a person that had talked about uh, uh, astrology. So this person's a Virgo. <laughs> and, mm. and even from the way she dressed, I'm like, I totally get it. Virgo. I have a crush. Uh, I have a crush on her. It's just for real. I can, I can see, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but, but wanted things to be a, um, at a level where she felt she could, she could handle things because she feels like that's, that's part of her role. And I guess didn't feel like she was bringing enough to the table to to make a real go of it. So it was just like, and had said it a few times. Like I didn't say no. I just said not right now. Like I'm not ready for it. And um, but also she observed with her original partner that she uh, had talked about her previous relationships and had felt very strongly about those people too, and had wanted to get married. Um, and so our question was like, well, what is it about me Right. Mm-hmm. that's different from everybody else you've ever dated? Or is this just right. a pattern, you know, oh my that, God. that you just mm-hmm. want to settle down? And it doesn't matter who, you know, it's just like, but why me? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 these, yeah. are, these are, you know, so I think these were, were valid points. And uh, yeah. And so I, that I understood of like not, not wanting to feel – no one – I don't think anyone, obviously the person who was issued the ultimatum, no one really likes an ultimatum because if they did, it would be like, okay, you wouldn't have to issue an ultimatum. Be like, yeah, we're on the same page. We're building towards it. We're, we're, we're agreeing, we're agreeing right. to do something down the road. But it's it, in, in these situations, it's like, I want it now or you're not the person for me, perhaps. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's an ultimatum. So, so yep. this person had, had just tried to figure out some stuff. And so I don't think it was a, a level of commitment, but I think, again, it had to do with, with communication and expressing it and, 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 I guess, creating space and seeing where things were compatible and also maybe understanding where her, her own self-worth was or is. Yes. Um, mm. But then, so then her partner goes into a trial marriage with somebody who was also, who also had issued the ultimatum to her, her other partner, her original partner. So, like I said, those two are on the same page, and mm-hmm. they hit it off right away. I think it just in talking about what they wanted, you know, what they it was intoxicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so yeah, they fell in step really quickly, and. Um, I think you could feel that. I think that, that that's a that's a thing for them. Like they they felt like, oh man, this person speaks to me. 
and we can make plans and it's easy and you know there's there's this attraction because of it i don't i don't know this story right away they're like oh yeah you're you know you're 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 very 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 attractive but there's enough there i think in talking with each other that they're like wow we're we we really are wanting the same things and and that's exciting when you can see uh, a goal, a big goal, a big life goal being reached, a potential, because there's mm-hmm. not as many, uh, you know, roadblocks. Um, so, yeah, but the thing is, it was a trial, <laughs> trial marriage. Uh, they definitely had some relations going on. Um, With the dog on the corner of the bed, right? Dog on the corner of the bed. And then, but the thing is, because these people are the are the types that that want to settle down and marry. When they get had to go back to their original partners, it was yeah. like, oh wait a minute, you know, I, I, I was I was I wanted I had proposed to this person, or I had wanted yeah. that with, with this person, and I I think both of them were definitely confused about how to be. Because they're, they're, they're used to people. being, yeah, yeah, they're used mm-hmm. to being that mm-hmm. person. That's like, this is what I want, and I want it with you. That's why I was felt strong enough to say all that to 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 issue the ultimatum. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. now they're having to they're having to to really dig through their feelings of well, so is it about this original person or is it just about getting married? You know, is it? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't or, know. I don't know. Or, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, all about or about winning. Because one of the other, the one, one of the original partners who was issued, who received the ultimatum, she is such a high level narcissist mm-hmm. that she's like, no, no, but I want to be with you now. And, da, 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 da. and I don't buy it for a second. She just wants to win. Like it is such a, such a classic case of I want to be on TV. I think she's purely on there to be on TV, to be famous, to be the villain. She's such a narcissist. When she was in the trial uh, trial marriage with somebody else, uh, who thinks this is a good date to to do this on TV to get your nipples pierced? Just saying. Yeah, just saying. She is such uh, a high level narcissist. I don't believe a word that she's saying to um, her original partner who I actually like a lot too, but what I don't like about them is that they're flip-flopping. In the same night, you know, uh, proclaiming their love to, to their child person, who you were just talking about, then they're then back with the original, and mm-hmm. then the same night, the infrared camera is on, and I'm like, I don't want to see your comforter bounce up and down. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think in that particular relationship, I think with both of them, the the person that that had wanted to settle down is genuinely confused because I think they they yes they generally are that type of person. Like if if they decide to commit to you, then then that's what they want to do, um, right? But given the parameters of this particular competition. It's like, whoa, you went you went full on and maybe you needed to rein it back a little bit, you know, save a little something for later, you know, just, just to see. So you're not clouded by the by the physical I think which is I think that's the the overall that can be mm. the 
and that pushes it over into like, okay, now I feel horrible, guilty, and now right. I have to compromise who I am and, and lie because I have these really strong feelings and I don't, I'm really mm-hmm. confused. I mean, I think they're generally confused, but the person yes. with a narcissist partner, that's probably right. a, that's probably a, a level of confusion that has stayed around for a while because I think I would be confused Ooh. too being with that person. Com- the mixed messages. Oh my God. The this is someone I that they've known. Imagine. They've known since you know high school, uh, where they were. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they go way back. They yeah, go yeah, way yeah. back. So, um, so. Oh, that makes sense. That's a yeah. that's a snag for her and being able to move on from her. The attachment, uh, wow, is, is going to be really difficult. Mm. But there's somebody that is that is exactly what she wants, mm-hmm. uh, what she says she wants. Um, right, and I think she found that out early on in the trial that wow, my 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 original partner, that this is just not, this is this is not the stuff that she could talk about, and the original partner, I think you're right, just wants to win, realize that some on her on her dates. One one of one of the most level headed young persons I've ever met or I've ever seen. Oh my god! I called her out on her She's behavior. Like, yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and said, well, what are you? You know, why are you even in this competition? Why are you even here? If if not to try to figure out what it is that you want with your with your original person with the person you came here with. If you're not here to try to mend that or figure mm-hmm. move on or figure something out, then you know what are you doing? You're just having a like a three week playtime where you have mm. a free pass to, to and, you know, to, to, uh, to play around with somebody's feelings. Um, who happens to be my ex <laughs> more to the point, Hello. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there are a lot of different dynamics happening there, but it's interesting. She had told, she kind of, she, she, well, she showed her butt a few times, but she said, you know, basically said, oh, I don't think my 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 ex is really ever, you know, ever going to move on. Like, you know, she's not going to she's not going to cheat on me or she's not going to fall in love with anybody else. I'm the best person, you know, for her. You know, it's sort of that that mm-hmm. vibe of um, I, I she, she's not going to move on. She she's she's going to be with me. So this is. And, and she's she's gonna she's gonna choose me, and we don't have to get married because I really don't ever want to get married, is what she had said. Because she said she's right. pansexual, so she doesn't she doesn't feel like any of these rules apply. We're just biting mm-hmm. time. Um, loophole, mm-hmm. a loophole. And then now she's she's mm-hmm. she's seeing what everyone else is seeing. Mm-hmm. That her ex has found somebody who is speaking the same language. Right. And the the reality of it is, she could not be chosen. Yes, that's a viable option, right? And, and because there hasn't been any growth, so now all of a sudden she's having to um, uh, she's having to do some damage control, but she doesn't mm-hmm. know how to do that without it being about her. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's it that's the hot mess, and and I and I feel. Sad for her because I think she, mm-hmm. she, I think she does value her freedom. Every action is about her and her freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think she was ever taught what it meant to be um, 
a loving, supporting person that's committed because I think right. she always wants that loophole, and, and that's really sad. And you sad. saw her, you saw her panic when she was trying to was like really putting some pieces together. I'm like, oh, I could, I could lose this, and I hate that she thought of it as a competition, you know, maybe necessarily, but mm-hmm. but that she could mm-hmm. really she could lose out on on um, on a relationship mm-hmm. that that is important to her. Yeah. And I don't believe complete 180 where she's like, no, I do want to marry you. Mm-mm. I don't Mm-mm. believe her. I don't believe no, her No, that all. I don't. I don't but either. She, I think she, she just wants to, but, she wants mm-hmm. to win and she wants to keep her, her friendship. But I, I think if, if she, if they get, if they choose to get back together. Oh my God. Th- th- it'll be more of the same. But but what will happen now is that now there's another dynamic. There's another person, so we will see how 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 many other lives can get ruined. Um, exactly. If they if if, if the mm-hmm. two get to the two that have really been you know they have a they have a very strong connection, but they don't know how to turn it you know to to kind of get back on track. They they haven't they have to make that decision to say okay. This is the person I, w- I want to marry, not the person I thought I was going to marry, but this is the person I want to right. be with. Right. But I don't think you can do that and have a friendly relationship with your ex, you know, the narcissist, no. because that's, that's homewrecker right there. Um, no. Yeah, so we'll, no. we'll see. Um, but you see how, how crazy a lot of this stuff is. Oh my and, God! And, and, you know, it's not, and just because it's so heightened, but 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 these are not necessarily uh, dynamics we haven't maybe witnessed. Maybe it happened to us, but you know, but maybe we haven't witnessed before. Like you know, at least for me, there are certain things I'm like, oh yeah, I was I was that avoidant person. I didn't know how to mm-hmm. I didn't know how to how to talk how to. Um, how to, I didn't know how to find my voice mm-hmm. because I knew in our family you didn't say anything. You mm-hmm. just didn't. You didn't say anything, yeah. and you hope it blew over, and then you go back. But then there's all kinds of awkwardness. So I know that that's the person, and it was really hard. To, it was hard to watch them go. Yes, it's and, painful. It's, it's um, heartbreaking. And just, yep. and just step away, and, and knowing how much torment they were in. Because of so it. much torment, yes. Oh my God, yes. When they were on the on sitting outside of the restaurant on the curb of the street, mm-hmm. that was just heartbreaking. They made a breakthrough, though. They knew. I mean, they knew. Yeah, they knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there, with that, so that they you know step away from another confrontation, just shut down. Didn't want instead didn't want to talk about it. Not ready to talk about it. And, and in their heads, like. I'm just not ready to talk about it right now. But they, and honestly, they're never going to be they're ready never to talk ready. about it. They're never ready. They're never uh, so ready. it never gets revisited. Yeah. And, uh, no, so sad. But they knew it was, it was just a sh- – because, you, know, you know, when you shut down, that's what, exactly how you feel. You feel alone because you so are. So alone. Yeah. Uh, because you chose that. <laughs> you chose mm-hmm. to be alone. And, and they uh, – they were just crying. They realized, you know, 
the the court well they made the connection of uh, I'm I'm never going to be good enough. That was some, that was a that was something they oh, said. I'm, I'm uh-huh. never going to be good enough. Oh. Uh, why, you know, why don't you ever believe me if I tell you that I need space? You know, I, these are things that I've I've certainly said at some point early on. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't believe me. I'm never going to be good. So it's just like beating up and then wanting to push away and then beating themselves up again. Mm-hmm. Really, really mm-hmm. difficult. Um, it can be overcome, but it, it, it. You know, and I think they have in in that original partner. Um. They have someone who has been trying to <laughs> to play that game with them of okay, let me back up, let me give you some space, but but has stepped up a little bit more and said, you know, but you're going to have to say something, like you're 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 going to have to do something at some point, and you're going to have to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't be can't live a, a avoidant as an avoidant forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very sad. And I think that is actually the oldest contestant. There's a lot of, you know. Yeah, she's 42, like, I think. 42, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it it's uh, <laughs> fascinating. It, it is a fascinating show. It is a fascinating show. And and think um I mean, I know that that's the extreme, but you know, honestly, in, in our community, it's such a small community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you you do, and in any relationship, doesn't matter if it's uh, homosexual, heterosexual, it people are people, and yep, you you deal with whatever whatever levels of growth and acceptance that they're at. Mm. Um. Now, the youngest person I think there was the most mature in a lot of ways. Unbelievable. In yep. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Not in every way, but in a lot of ways. No. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And and part of it is because her parents are still together. Uh, she's still really close with them. Uh, she she has, uh, I think I told you this, she has, she's planned, she does what she wants and and. FYI, she's a Capricorn, so Earth sign, another Earth sign, mm-hmm. very, uh, very together and and goal oriented, knows what she wants, and I and I told you this. I thought her original partner maybe felt like there was no spontaneity because of mm-hmm. it, and either you're on board mm-hmm. with her and the plan, and you're on board with the plan, right, or, and that's it, or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, you know, or what are we doing? Um, but, so I, I can see where her original partner, who was not the go-getter, not the, um, you know, not the one saying, well, we got to do this and this and this, but is more like, oh, I'll, I don't think she knows all of who she is yet either. And she's, she's going along with it. I don't think she doesn't want to be without her, but doesn't want to be penned in um, to that degree mm-hmm. and would like right. to maybe find her voice to say, well, what about this? And maybe offer and bring something to the table. That yeah, I think yeah they're very was, young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're only like three years apart. Um, yeah, very young. But I think they, I think they, they do love each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, but she got offered crazy one, you know, narcissist, and was still a reluctant because that is not her. That's not how she acts. You know, she's not. Um, she's not wild and wild and wild and crazy like like the narcissist is. But I think it offered her right. a little bit of breathing room and a different way of looking at things. And yeah. but she was not like she knew better than to be like, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, sh- I don't know. I don't know. I think she was reserved because she legitimately thought, yeah, this person, yeah, you know, you, you scare me. <laughs> but Yeah, she scare anybody, yeah. But but there's something there that is attractive. Uh, I think she kind of got taken for a bit of a ride. <laughs> she got, she drank the, she drank the cool, she drank the Kool-Aid and uh, went down a sexual rabbit hole and... Mm-hmm. You know, and she's not a victim in in, in this. I think that she um, – it just broke her out of the confines of the plan. Um, but she but she knew what time it was with this person, like how extreme and how – there was no real desire. And I felt the, the narcissist uh, was so patronizing, you know, just so mm-hmm. patronizing. Um, and so insincere, but I think that um, both parties kind of knew what time it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> um, it's on Netflix and <laughs> fascinating television. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the two, the final two episodes drop tomorrow, FYI, right in time for Thursday show. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's great to unpack a show from a deeper perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure all over the world, because it's Netflix, all over the world, you, you know that there's watch parties, you know these bars. <laughs> You know the, the season, but you know, right? And and that's great. Uh, and it's, you know, salacious and scandalous. But I like going deeper than the surface. Like, I like the gossip aspect of it, but that's not what draws me in. What draws me in is, is sort of like the anthropology of it all, the sociology of it all. That's how we learn. You know, we see how these dynamics are played out, and you see... Uh, the nature of addiction in the body, emotional addiction, attachment styles, trauma bounds, you know, bounds that people have with each other. Um, very, very interesting and how um, just that deep primal need for connection, but, we, but it's not essential. You know, it almost feels like um, you're going to die if you don't have. No, that's not true. You can be really good on your own, people. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like, it's really interesting how that's sort of like not even an option, you know. I mean, it is to go on your own, but that, but, but like in the way that you, you lost. Maybe you gained by being on your own. Who yeah. Knows? But, but that think, part's never really highlighted. I, I think that. Well, yeah, and, and given the nature of of what we're talking about with the show, and how, you know, it's a show, <laughs> so there's only yes, so much it's time. TV. It's very, very compressed. Right. Um, but I think that that's that is 
that that fresh perspective that that three week trial is offering is like ooh, um, and then and then it's just the 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 emotional tug of okay now I'm with this my person again and you know how much have I grown and what have I learned and and in some cases mm-hmm. the, there have been things that have been brought up that they're able to handle a little bit better um, maybe yeah. But yeah, and in some cases you're like, maybe you just don't need to be with anybody right now. Maybe yeah, you just exactly, <laughs> yeah. You could maybe take a just, little you know, hiatus, yeah. yeah. You or or you you let that person go. Oh yes, very interesting. Sometimes because, you just don't let go. Because yeah. that person, you know, has has stated what she wants, and if you're not fitting the bill. It's not because you're not good enough. Maybe that's just not where that's mm-hmm. just not where you need to be, and you need to figure that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna let you go anytime soon. Hey! <laughs> so I'm not, no. <laughs> don't, uh, don't quit me. Don't quit me. I, I can't quit you. <laughs> I can't quit you. Brokeback Mountain reference. I can't quit you. So on that note, we spent the whole time talking about that show. I love it. Pretty much. I'll any, send you if, if some still, uh, some screenshots. I think uh, thanks to um, Raven, she was listening in. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. She she wrote some it. things in the in the chat, not about the show. Oh, cool. Um, but I'll I'll send it to but, you. But yeah, no, we, we're always thinking about Raven and all of our wonderful listeners. If we still have any left after today's episode. <laughs> so on that note, if you still care to listen, because we are going to talk about the finale. Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. You can send oh an email gosh. to LOABlands at gmail.com. And as always, let the light <laughs> do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. I love you. Bye. 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 If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.